Blue Wire. Welcome to another episode of Fangirl Sports Network's Fangirl Playbook on Blue Wire Pod. I am your host, Tracy Sandler, and I am joined this week by our state Fangirl Megan, who is filling in for Steph. So much NFL news to talk about. NBA tips off tonight. The World Series starts tonight. It is literally the best time of year. So we are going to dive right in. But first, just want to remind you to make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Fangirl Playbook, and follow us on Instagram at Fangirl Sports Network so you never miss a thing. And now, let's jump right to it. How are you today, Megan? I'm good, Tracy. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. There is so much to talk about in the NFL. Uh, We will start with your Saints. We will go right into it. Obviously, looking great under Teddy Bridgewater. What is the Drew Brees status? Well, I mean, starting with Teddy Bridgewater, I think it is something worth talking about. It's really exciting that we've now gone 5-0 with him um, after Drew got hurt. So I think this narrative has changed a lot because when Drew got hurt against the Rams, it was more so what happens to the Saints season now. Um, but where mm-hmm. we're at going into week eight is what do we do with Teddy when Drew comes back? And Drew technically could come back this week. We do play the Cardinals. So mm-hmm. it's more of a question mark on do we just let Drew rest because we have a bye week, week nine, and he can come back after then? Or does he come back and you know start getting some meaningful minutes again? If it were me and my quarterback was 40, 40, or he may be 41, you would know better than I. Almost. And you're obviously seeing quarterbacks in their 40s excel, so I'm not saying anything against that at all. But if it were me and my quarterback was uh, 40 and my quote-unquote backup was 5-0 and oh, and I was playing the Cardinals and then had a bye, I'd let Drew Brees rest. That's just me. Absolutely. Um, That's what I think, too. Why rush it? Why rush it, I think. And I think, you know, Drew Brees at a point in his career, it's not like, obviously he'll come back and might be a bit rusty, but I don't know that he, like, needs the snaps. So exactly. I think that will be, um, I would imagine. But question, it's a good question, and we're discussing, I don't think we're going to see a quarterback controversy in New Orleans, but what do you do with Teddy Bridgewater? It's very hard to take the job away from a guy who's winning every week and playing well. Agreed. And I think watching him come in for Drew in the Rams game was a little, it was a little uh, unsettling. I think we didn't really know what to expect. It's been a while since he's really been a starter, but seeing him lead the team and help rally the offense and the team as a whole to these pretty meaningful victories it says a lot about him it does for sure and that brings up another team that I want to talk about who is in a not quite as the same situation but relatively similar situation which that's the Carolina Panthers Uh, Cam Newton Mm -hmm. has been hurt started the season looking very shaky of course very well could be blamed on the injury Uh, Panthers Mm -hmm. started 0-2 with him Kyle Allen comes in, plays unbelievably well, has really been a major surprise of the season. You could say he's one of the surprise stories of the season. Uh, We talked a little bit about this last week on Fangirl Playbook. In theory, Cam is doing better, but they're going to have him continue his rehab and keep Kyle Allen as a starter. He's gone 4-0 as they go this weekend to the Barrier to play the 49ers. That's going to create an interesting situation, too, and I just wonder what's going to happen there. I mean, I know there has been a little bit of talk on Twitter, of course, like, do they trade Cam to a team? Like, I think I saw a tweet, like, if you're the Bears, 
you get Cam Newton. However, the Bears don't have a lot to trade because of the Khalil Mack trade. They don't have a they don't have a lot right. of capital right now. Um, but it, it, right. it does create an interesting situation, and it does get difficult. And that's what's so hard about this league. You have someone who's established and who's one of the top players, and he goes down next man up. And if the next man up is playing at a high level, it's really hard to take that job away from him. Agreed. I don't know what I would do or I would want if I was a Panthers fan, but I agree uh, in those situations when you start 0-2 and then your team rallies back, and I think they're second in our division right now, what Mm -hmm. do you do? Do you want Cam to come back, or do you just keep the momentum going? I kind of think you keep the momentum going if it's me. It's it's so different than the Saints situation, but I think you can keep the momentum going because I do also feel like Cam has struggled somewhat. It's not, it wasn't just in the beginning of the season. Cam right. has been struggling a little bit you know, last year. And so I think it, you keep the momentum going, but that being said, Kyle Allen is now going to face the San Francisco defense. That is, as we've seen, incredibly good and very, right. very hard to score again. And I think that will be a pretty big test for him. Uh, we can talk a little bit about that game. I think it's a very winnable game for the 49ers. I think it's a game they should win. I also think it's one of those games where it's not necessarily a trap game, but it's one of those Mm -hmm. games that they absolutely should win, but they they could lose, which of course happens on any given Sunday. But I think you know what I mean by that. That being said, I felt that way about a couple of games. uh, And I think the 49ers probably end the weekend 7-0. Yeah, I think that's fair. And to what you're saying also is it it will be a huge test for Kyle Allen, but also at the same time bringing Cam in now, what, seven weeks into the season and then going up against the 49ers defense is also very scary. Yes, it may not not be the best timing. So it might be better to keep the momentum going and see how – Best word is scary. Yes, exactly. I think that is a good word because that defense is absolutely – Gary, uh, so since we're talking about the mm-hmm. 49ers, obviously two undefeated teams left in the NFL. The Patriots just demolished the Jets last night and right. had Sam Darnold literally seeing ghosts, apparently. Uh, <laughs> what a, I mean, I know the Jets are really bad. The Patriots are really good. So that was just going to be a disaster of a game. But it's so interesting. Football is such an interesting sport because you have last week, the Jets beat the Cowboys, kind of embarrassed them. Then they mm-hmm. get completely embarrassed by the Patriots. Then this week, the Cowboys have a huge game this past week against the Eagles, and everybody was pretty much writing them off, and they come out and win handily. Part of that is that I don't think the Eagles are a team right now, but still, neither were the, neither the Jets. And the Cowboys came out and really, I think, made a statement there. So the NFL is just a funny sport, and that's kind of what I was saying about this game between San Francisco and Carolina on Sunday the 49ers should win this game, but it's one of those weird games that it's like, ooh, I don't know. But I'm hoping, obviously, I'm hoping they do win. Yeah, no, I agree. And last night's game was it was hard to watch. I mean, you really wanted it to be a game, but like you said, the Jets just aren't great, and the Patriots are just that good. They are just that. And I, as as you well know, and anyone who follows me on Twitter and Instagram knows, I went to the Jonas Brother concert instead of watching Monday Night Football, and I feel I really made the right decision on that one. You really did not miss anything because by the second interception, I think a lot of people knew what the ending was going to be. Yeah, that was just – that was a fascinating performance. I was thinking of our – I was thinking of Alex the whole time, our 
We're Jets fangirl. <laughs> I know. For Alex, and she's and our Jets fangirl guys, for any Jets fans that are listening, she really tries to stay so positive and find the silver lining every week. And I just I think this week's gonna be tough. <laughs> this is a really <laughs> you tough have one. to and commend she, that. You do. You have to commend that. And she's so awesome and does such great work. And she's just she's got a rough team there. It's hard. Her and the Dolphins fangirl. A very rough team, but I give them a lot of credit. They both really try to stay as positive as possible. Um, I think yesterday our Dolphins fangirl, Nikki, posted a photo and said, you know, tough loss, but still smiling. And I was like, God bless you. That's amazing. Good for you. Like, See, I would, you know, our one loss of the season, I was sad, so. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, when the 49ers lose, and inevitably they will lose a game, it's going to be sad. Uh, so, I, I give them a lot of credit. So I'm plugging Dolphins and Jets fangirls for you guys, for anybody listening. Um, and then I'm going to go back a little bit to the team you played this past week. Well, maybe not you personally, but the Saints, though, had you played, that would have been amazing, which are the Chicago Bears. I don't know I would have been productive, but. <laughs> no, maybe not, but it still would have been a, it would have been a sight to see, and I would have, I would have appreciated right. that. <laughs> but the Chicago Bears, who I think, I, you know, a lot of people pick to go to the Super Bowl this season who I, I don't I don't even know if they're going to make the playoffs. And I know they're 3-3, three and three and it might be early to say that, but when you look at the NFC, it's just really a tough conference. They have a real issue at quarterback. We've talked about this on Fangirl Playbook a lot. Steph laughs at me for my – or laughs with me perhaps at my Mitchell Trubisky week after week being like, what are they doing? But I just – I say it every week, but this team was so focused on a kicker, and it was such tunnel vision – and really what they forgot is the reason at the end of that playoff game that they needed to make that 42-yard field goal is because their quarterback did not produce, and he's not producing. Right. And they have an issue. And Charlotte Wilder had a great tweet. Um, she's from Sports Illustrated, for those of you who don't know. And she said the Bears defense is like the kid who does all the basically all the work on the group project, and the offense is like the idiot who all he had to do was print out one thing and still couldn't do it right. And it really is true. Their offense is, it's just terrible. And now we're seeing Matt Nagy kind of, or Nagy getting mad at the media a little bit. I'm telling them not to listen to all the negative press about you guys. Well, the negative press is they're not playing well. <laughs> they have a real issue at quarterback. And I just think they've made some real missteps on this team. Yeah, it's hard. Their defense is, formidable for a very good reason especially once they added Khalil Mack mm -hmm. and I'll say as a Saints fan going into the week I was I was nervous um, I have quite a few Chicago co-workers and I had a friendly bet with some of them and I honestly at any point in the game was you know they could turn this around especially specifically as a Saints fan Teddy's been great but now you're going up against the Chicago defense I just didn't know what to expect but to counterbalance that, at least for us, is, yeah, their offense isn't great. And what I had going for me as a Saints fan is our defense has been playing very well, and that showed. Because up until late in the game, it was 36-10. But the Saints just give up scores late in the game, especially on special teams, which is fine. It happens. But I will agree their offense is, is struggling. And it's always at quarterback. And going back to what you said about the playoff game last year, People can say whatever they want about kickers. I know a lot of people think that the kicker's job is literally to kick and make the field goal. But at the same time, like what you said, is what got them to that point mm -hmm. is because their quarterback and their offense weren't producing. 
and the other day they're packing. And I feel like that's the story of their of their life. <laughs> the it really, it one hundred. It 100% is, and you have them in. They're passing the ball like 100 times a game the other day, which I'm. I know I'm being hyperbolic, but they're. It's just amazing to me with a defense that good, and with your quarterback clearly struggling, that you don't try to establish a little bit more of a run game. And so, like mm-hmm. with the 49ers, I mean, not to bring it back to that, but I will anyway. I think the parallel a little bit is that you have a stellar defense there. I think obviously Jimmy Garoppolo is a much better quarterback than Mitchell Trubisky, but the 49ers offense just has to produce and not lose the game because the defense is Mm -hmm. so good. The 49ers Mm -hmm. definitely have more talent under center and their offense is working at a much higher level than the bears, but they are a team where the offense really just has to produce a little and not lose the game. Not necessarily such an incredible offense, but I don't know what they're going to do. And I think they, you know, they've made a, a real misstep there and they traded up for Trubisky. And I know it drives Bears fans crazy since Patrick Mahomes and Sean <laughs> Watson were both mm-hmm. from three to two with the 49ers uh, to get him. And I just think that's, that's where they really have to pay attention. And obviously so much goes into being a coach and I'm, I'm not an armchair coach and I know I'm not a coach and no matter what I do, I'm never going to know as much of, as a coach. But as a football fan, just taking a step back and looking at how they're playing, looking at the playoff game last year, it does feel like there was just complete tunnel vision with no regard, probably not no regard, but with little regard for what got them to that point. And now we're seeing the problem. Because you look at the NFC and you're going to have your four division winners, of which the Bears are not going to game division is the Packers and we're gonna talk about Aaron Rodgers in a minute and then two wild card spots and you've got teams that are gonna fight for those you know we've got right Panthers you've got the NFC West is you know gonna be a battle for the top and then the wild card one of the wild cards is definitely coming out of the NFC West so they may not even make the playoffs in which case I think the Bears will have to take a long hard look at their team this in the offseason and figure out what they're gonna do Right, I agree. I think with the trades made in the offseason and just how they're playing now is they're relying a lot on their defense, which is not fair to them because they're playing as best as they can. But like you and I both have said, their offense has to produce and um, championship teams and good teams will find a way to win on either side of the ball and they're just not finding that way on the offense. No, and that is, you know, we're seeing that with the 49ers. They find a way to win and they've won different ways Mm -hmm. every week. Indochino was founded on the belief that you don't need to spend a fortune on a custom wardrobe. The process is simple. You choose your fabric, pick your customizations, and submit your measurements. Your package will be delivered straight to your door in two weeks. You can get measured and design your suit at your nearest Indochino showroom or do it all yourself online at Indochino.com. Start your style upgrade now with $30 off your total purchase of $399, that's $399 or more, at Indochino.com when entering Blue Wire at checkout. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com, promo code BlueWire, for $30 off your total purchase of $399 or more. An incredible deal for made-to-measure clothing. You really have no excuse anymore to wear clothing that doesn't fit. Following a team you love in 2019 can be time-consuming. Trying to follow everything happening in sports is almost impossible. Scrolling through every app and visiting every website on a daily basis is impossible. That's why I subscribe to Axios Sports, the best free daily newsletter in the land. 
Axios Sports is a modern sports page delivered directly to your email inbox. When you sign up for free at sports.axios.com, you'll get the best stories from the NBA and NFL to cricket and ping pong and everything in between. Axios Sports also highlights the most important stats and trends, giving you the ability to stay informed. It's super simple to sign up and it's free. Sports.axios.com. Not only will you be caught up, you'll be the friend sharing an amazing link with your buddies. Join the 100,000 sports fans who get caught up on the day before it even begins. And best of all, there's no paywall, no subscription fee, nothing. This is free curated sports content delivered directly to you. Sign up at sports.axios.com. Again, try it for free, sports.axios.com. On the other side of the quarterback spectrum in the NFC North, we have Aaron Rodgers, who obviously had an unbelievably stellar game the other day. I'm going to ask you a question that's very hard. It's going to be harder for you, but I know that going into it. Would you say, though, at this moment in time, where we are in the 2019 season, that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL? No. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I know. I know. I tried so that pause. I tried very hard to be objective there. <laughs> but, I mean, even aside from Drew, and I'm not a Patriots fan, and I'm not really a huge Tom Brady fan myself, um, although I know you are, but, I mean, it's hard to say when you have Tom Brady in the league right now at his age at 7-0. and Yes, I just I do feel like, and I think it's an interesting discussion, and it, it's a, it's a definitely a hard question. There may not be just a, you know, blanket yes or no answer. I just feel Aaron Rodgers may be playing over the last several weeks. He might be playing the best. He might be playing the best at quarterback over these last few weeks. I think that remains to be seen. But you have obviously some really good quarterbacks in the league, and what's really fun too is you have sort of the for lack of a better term, the older gentleman, you have Brady, you have Aaron Rodgers, who's been in the league a long time. Drew's obviously been injured the last several games. And then you have the next gen, like Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, and they're playing at such high levels. Lamar Jackson, like it's really fun to watch and such different styles of play that I think it's making it really fun to watch all these different teams play football you know, in that way. So you have, I'm just finding that interesting as a fan and very similar to last year. It will be interesting to see who comes out on top at the end. Will it be the, the vets or will it be the new guys? And I think right. that is interesting. Dak Prescott had a great game the other day. So we're just, you know, we're seeing these like young up and comers, obviously playing amazing football and the older guys. And so that's fun. I'm excited for Drew Brees to come back as great as Teddy Bridgewater is playing just to see, kind of where that all stands. I still, even though all of a sudden I think the 49ers have a chance to really go far in the playoffs, I still think if I wasn't a 49ers fan, a Breeze-Brady Super Bowl is such a fun idea. Um, so right. Kind of no, I agree. I think what you said, too, also brings up an interesting point because you do have these great young quarterbacks in Lamar and Mahomes and – um, Deshaun Watson, that it does actually change your perspective on quarterback production when you're asking me if Aaron Rodgers, if I think he's the best 
quarterback in the NFL right now because they are very different styles of play and almost we're getting used to what you said is that new generation of quarterbacks that we forget that there are, you know, the few older quote unquote quarterbacks still in the league that play at a different style. And so now your um, perspective on best quarterback changes a little bit. 100%. And we're going to be the next few weeks without Patrick Mahomes every Sunday, which is so sad because I just do love watching him play football so much. However, it looked like it could have been a lot worse the other night when he went down. Right. So it looks like he'll be out about three weeks. Uh, We wish him a speedy recovery for him, for the Chiefs, and for football fans everywhere because I don't know that there's anyone more fun to watch than Patrick Mahomes. Just the things he can do. They're just, it's just, it's amazing. Um, Lamar Jackson also has been so fun to watch. The Ravens are formidable. I mean, you have the Patriots probably are a step above, but you have a lot of teams in the AFC, the Texans, the Ravens, the Patriots, and then Chiefs. And not know that Matt Moore was his backup until that moment in the game. It, I, it never even occurred to me that Patrick Mahomes had a backup, to be honest with you. Right. <laughs> it didn't even, didn't even occur to me that there was one of those on the roster. Uh, so we'll see how that goes for them over the next few weeks. But if he really is only out the next few weeks, obviously they're very much going to be in the hunt. So January is going to be fun because there are some real good football Agreed. teams out there. And, and fun Agreed. to watch. It's also crazy teams. we're halfway there. Yeah, it is awful crazy. And actually, you know what? December is also going to be fun because a lot of these division winners and wildcard winners are going to go down to the wire. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, they're the clear top dogs, but there are the teams that will be in the hunt that it's still a very close race right now. And the 49ers and Seahawks have yet to play each other. So they still have two games. So those are going to be two really important games. 49ers will have another game again. Uh, and now, obviously, Rams had a huge win the other day over the Falcons, but they are, in fact, they were playing the Falcons, who are just a hot mess. <laughs> yeah, and Mohamed Sanu just went to the Patriots, which for this girl mm-hmm. who has him on her fantasy football team, I think things are about to be looking up for my fantasy football team. Now that he'll be playing with Tom Brady. Um, but um, it'll be all very interesting to see. And then also the Cardinals, I mean, they're 3-3-1, three, three and one, but they're they're kind of improving every week. So we'll see. However... As we said earlier, they played the Saints on Sunday. That's, I would say, a loss. Um, I know that's I know that's why they played the game. You but never know, but. You never know. <laughs> then they played the 49ers on Thursday night football a few days later. Uh, and then they play, okay. then they have another game. Then they play, like, the 49ers again within, like, a very short period. It's, it's very strange. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens to them. But, you know, things are definitely – Definitely going to be interesting in the NFL. Uh, We have a few minutes left, and I would be remiss, we would be remiss if we did not mention that, of course, the NBA tips off tonight. Big game between the Lakers and the Clippers. Potentially the two best teams in the NBA. L.A. rivalry. That is going to be a really fun game. I am actually going to be there. I am a very lucky fangirl. I'm so excited. Um, Oh, wow. I'm jealous. Yeah, it's going to be great. A little Kawhi versus LeBron. Um, mm-hmm. big news, of course, with your Pelicans, Megan is also our Pelicans fan girl. Zion is out six to eight weeks, but the NBA is a long season. So, right. So I'm very excited. Basketball is back. Um, I've been so consumed with NFL that I didn't even realize it's almost end of October and it's time for tip off, but I'm just, this is my favorite time of year. World series is on basketball's back, football's back. Everything's right. Um, but I am excited to see 
how the season starts, given there was a lot of movement this offseason during the trade deadline and free agency. So I'm excited to see, especially tonight with Kawhi and Paul George on the Clippers, to see exactly how they mesh and how they gel. And if they people think they're the best team in the league, I'm looking forward to see if that holds true. I don't believe Paul George is playing tonight, so I don't know that we're going to see him. I could be wrong on that, and if I am, feel uh, free. You're right, actually. He's out. Okay, so he's out tonight, but it will be – seeing Kawhi, seeing how that team still meshes LeBron. It's going to be mm-hmm. a fun game. And then, of course, you brought up the World Series, which also starts tonight. And I know that the Nationals versus the Astros is not the World Series everyone was hoping for. It certainly wasn't the World Series I was hoping for, as I think has been well documented. <laughs> but I'm rooting for the Nationals because I'd rather lose to the winner. And I am a huge Dodger fan, as I think you guys know. But I think that's actually going to be a really good series because you have really good pitching on both sides, those Nationals bats are hot and good. So I actually think it's going to end up being a really good series, and this is the best sports time of year. NBA, World Series, the thick of football, it is good, mm-hmm. it's good stuff. I'm, so I'm very excited about um, these next few weeks. And that brings us to our segment, Fangirl Says Who's Hot and Who Is Not. So I will start because uh, Megan – has not done this before, so she will get an idea of how it works. I think you're going to pick up on it really, really quickly, Megan. But who is hot right now? I am going to go ahead and say I'm going to give it to Aaron Rodgers. He is hot. I don't know that he could have been any hotter the other day. I would definitely do a close second on Nick Bosa and the 49ers defense, especially after Nick Bosa's slide, uh, celebration slide across the field, which was just – Those were fun to watch. So much fun. In my opinion, Nick Bosa, early celebration MVP candidate. And I don't even think there's a close second behind him because he is just killing the celebration game. And then who's not, and I think I've used them before, but I'm going to have to say it again, are those Chicago Bears. And I'm also going to put it directly on their coach, Matt Nagy. I'd say he is not hot right now. I think his tunnel vision and decision-making maybe have not been the best, so not hot. And so you are up, my friend. Okay. Wow. So the answers that just came to mind were not what I would have thought of prior to us hopping on this podcast. Okay. Who is hot? I would say Lamar Lamar Jackson. Yes. Uh, He has been incredible to watch. He certainly, I mean, he compares to, but he may certainly not be Patrick Mahomes, but he still is really fun to watch. Absolutely. And beating the Seahawks at home is a really big, is a really big feat. So I would say he's hot. Who's not? I'm going to say the Eagles secondary. Ooh. is struggling they that game against the Cowboys was really hard to watch and they, they've been struggling at that position since about middle of last year and they still haven't found the answer I mean sometimes I where don't even know where they find these players that they're signing at cornerback but I think it's unfortunate because the Eagles after the Super Bowl quickly dropped off due to injury but they still haven't solved that problem and it's really in my opinion holding them back I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. Very good. Your first who's hot, who's not, and you just you nailed it. Great job, Megan. Great job. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining me today. It was so fun to get to do the pod with you. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Absolutely. All right. Well, I will talk to you soon. I'm sure I'll talk to you shortly. Uh, but we will talk to everybody else next week. You guys, don't forget to subscribe to Fangirl Playbook on iTunes and to follow us on Instagram at Fangirl Sports Network. Everybody later. Bye.